Wait, are you telling me your store is on Shopify, but you use a Square device? I guess in- I have not switched over. Hello, listeners. Thanks for tuning in to SOS, a live call-in help show with me, your host, Sonia Rasula. Over the past decade, I've run not one, but three million-dollar businesses, including Unique Markets, which is probably what I'm best known for. And Forbes just named me the millionaire maker for my work helping founders and emerging new brands. In each episode, I take a deep dive into a small biz owner's biggest pain point to help them move forward and to help you and your business move forward. Get ready for some pretty hardcore real talk and tangible advice as I answer questions live in real time. Hashtag awkward. Listen, this podcast exists because most businesses won't make it to three years. And I've witnessed so many entrepreneurs and creatives fail because of tiny mistakes that could have been prevented. If I can make it, I know you can too. And I know that you can have long-term success. I don't want you to make the same mistakes that I made. So let me give you all the tea and all the shortcuts. Tune in weekly as I help business owners face their shit. Today's guest is Josie Stewart. She and her husband started Voluminous Pets, making handmade cat and dog bandanas after they were unable to find bandanas that fit their small cat and two fluffy dogs comfortably. They sell really well at in-person markets where they have engaging conversations about their brand face-to-face, but are having trouble with getting online sales. Josie feels like the missing piece is the difficulty of educating about what sets their products apart through a screen. Listen as I give her advice on how to educate in a fun, appealing way virtually, and how to take advantage of email marketing to bring more traffic to the website and then convert that traffic to sales. Thank you for being on SOS. Who are you? What do you do? Tell me your story. My name is Josie, and I am the creator behind Luminous Pets, uh, which I actually run with my husband. And we focus on creating stylish and comfortable snap-on bandanas for cats and dogs. And we also make cat toys and play mats out of a unique blend that is locally grown. Um, it's organic catnip and valerian root. And would you say that is one of the things that kind of separates you from a lot of other similar companies? Yeah. So we have a couple of things that separate us. The fact like in particularly our cat toys, we use valerian root, um, which a third of cats don't actually have the genetic receptor to react to catnip. So then we catch those cats that don't have that reactivity with the valerian root. And then when it comes to our bandanas, we do a different cut with our bandanas instead of like the traditional like triangle shaped um, with them, we actually have a swooped neck so that it can actually fit more petite physiques like cats and dogs too that are fluffy. So like we have like a swoop in our cut versus like the traditional triangle. Yes, I totally know. <laughs> yeah. And the fact that we use like multiple snaps in our bandanas, like how we got into this is that I adopted a cat about four years ago. And my dogs always went out in bandanas. Uh, We harnessed and leash trained our cat too. And so she would go everywhere, but 
dog physiques are very different than cat physiques. And so we had a hard time fitting bandanas for both of our like pets, our dogs and our cats. And that's how we took like the things we liked from different companies. And we're like, we can do this better to fit fluffy dogs and also more petite cats. So that's how we kind of got on the bandana. The bandana bandwagon. Yes. (laughs) Okay. Well, I love that you were solving a problem. Like you were taking what was already out there and you were like, I think I can improve upon this. And I say that because that is how a lot of very successful companies start. There's something that bothers them about a product and they're like, can I tinker with this and make this a little bit different? And most of the times they can. Yeah. I loved the curved neck thing. I'm curious, have you patented that? And I don't know if that would even be possible, but, or at least trademarked like your brand or different things, or are you just started the business and are selling? Just selling. I didn't even think about doing either of those. Okay. (laughs) I'm sure there are other pet bandanas or handkerchiefs or like, there's probably a whole bunch of words that can describe it, but I will say like putting together a patent and submitting it is, you know, it does take time and it does take some money, but I feel like you're on to something here. I use a lawyer and I'll sometimes I'll email him and be like, tell me if this is crazy, but you know, and he'll say like, yeah, don't worry about it. Or he'll say, you know what, this is interesting. And I think you should have me trademark it or what have you. And so like spending 500 to $1,000 to even like ask a lawyer to take their time to give you their opinion sometimes is worth it because I know a number of founders here in LA who did not reinvent the wheel. They make a product that already existed. I mean, it's obviously not a mug, but let's just say it's the mug. Yeah. (laughs) They were like, ah, there's something like, I want all my fingers to fit in the mug or whatever. And I'm going to patent this very specific handle that fits like all four fingers, whatever. But the thing is, I have watched those people become not only massive companies, but go after people because they did have a good idea. Mm -hmm. And they were smart enough to like go down the route of thinking, okay, wait a minute, this like multi-snap and the curve thing, the average producer of pet handkerchiefs it's much cheaper and more efficient to go like this. Yes, it is. Know that. It's it's an extra time and attention to detail to do the curve thing. And that's why I'm just throwing this out there. And this has nothing to do with any of the questions you're ready to ask <laughs> me, but just put a little bit of time and energy into researching what it might take or if something like this has already been patented, just so that you have it. So that like in the future, like let's say three years from now, You get a huge deal with Petco or like a big company and then a much larger manufacturer is like, oh, that's a great idea. And they just do it and they have employees for marketing and PR and, you know, and you're still a small business owner and then they squash you. And so like, I'm just thinking you do actually have something that is unique. So maybe just do that. (laughs) Thank you for that feedback. (laughs) Yes. Because it, I mean, it's true. Like, I think you're onto something here is what I'm saying. Thank you. (laughs) Okay. With that said, we are going to dive into the things that I think could help take you to the next level. Do you mind sharing how much you made last year? No, I don't. Uh, So last year I made about 22,000 between Shopify and market. So for the whole year. 
this year, I'm excited that we're already at 30,000. Um, so we are pacing to double what we did um, last year, which is exciting. But at the same time, I'm like, no, we can do so much better. So <laughs> yes, well, I wanted I asked because I wanted to give you your props because that is huge, 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 huge. And I don't want to say that I was shocked, but I kind of was because <laughs> I mean, I know your products, the products are great, but knowing how much you've sold and how many things I think I'm going to be able to help you improve is super exciting to me because I think you're just going to like the sky is the limit for you. I think it also shows when you are in person, you sell really well. And I think it's because it's your personal connections with people. Yeah, that's actually one of the things. So, cause I was pulling the stats for this um, and I looked at how much we made last year on the website and then how much we made in person. And it's very different. Like you can see, like, even though we have like a fairly decent functioning website, in my opinion, that like when I am there, I can interact, I can see pictures of pets and I can like show people the product and like the curved neck and the snaps. And once they get that in their hands, they're like, oh, this makes sense. Like this is all the factors that don't work for my pet. And we even do like little sample baggies of our catnip and valerian root blend that has like our logo on it and our website, because there's a lot of people who are have cats like mine who don't react to catnip. And I'm like, no, take home the sample. I know your cat's going to love it. And that's how we get a lot of people back. But it's hard to take that information and that like really engaging conversation in markets and then transition that over to the website and that still have that communication aspect of it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So then I'm curious if you pulled these stats or have looked at these stats of like repeat buyers. I mean, Shopify gives you all that information. That was actually one of the few stats I did not pull, but we okay. do have really good, like once we get somebody it's very common that I'll see their name come back through on other orders. And so then I can easily recognize their name and then usually their Instagram account that they uh, like have their pets on and everything like that. And so once we hook people, then that's when I'm like, no, I know you're going to be a repeat buyer because our stuff is so awesome. Okay. That's super interesting. So one thing is Shopify does show you, they kind of break down like best customers. And I, I think there's different criteria, but it's like people who have ordered two times or more, what have you. And so I'm curious if you have any marketing strategies for how you stay in touch with those people. So we do have a newsletter that people can subscribe to. And then our newsletter also breaks down the VIPs is what they call them. So very important pets for us. (laughs) Um, And and usually when a launch comes around, then we give them early access to that collection as like a bonus essentially for being a very important pet for us. And you do all of this through Shopify or do you use an email, like someone who has an email? We use Clavio. Okay, great. I mean, the email marketing is so important. And I think people underestimate the power of it because it's the thing that connects you and keeps you connected with your customer. And a lot of people are single-minded. They just want to get that sale at a market or they just want to get that sale online. And then they never think about it again. They're like, awesome, I got a sale. But the smart business owners who understand growth and sustainability will understand that once you sell to someone, 
you should be in communication with them regularly so that you can sell to them over and over and over again. Yeah, that is something that I actually learned through your assembly in the spring. And so we changed a bunch of our like marketing stuff. And so we added like a sign up on our like website. And then we have like these really elegant postcards that we give out that has like a beautiful picture of a cat or a beautiful picture of a dog. And then on the back, it has like QR code to sign up for our newsletter. But it is one of those things that is like, I definitely could be better more regularly <laughs> emailing. <laughs> like yes. it's one thing that, that I only, hates. right. Yeah. And it's something that I only have really just started to get into more regularly since like the end of August. So it is definitely like a work in progress. Okay, good. Because it's clear to me that you sell really well when you are in person and that people respond really well to probably you and your husband and your whole family who's helping you. Yeah. <laughs> And it's that personal connection is what corporations don't have and they will never have. You really have to capitalize on that because it really separates you. Like in my head as a content person, I just think there's so much content that you can do where like you involve yourself a little more, like you and your husband. So many of these first impressions are on that personal connection. This is how you can like keep that going. And then people don't see a product, they see a person. And people don't buy products because they need products. They usually buy something because they like either the person or the brand. And they're like, I want to help this company or this person. That makes sense. I would say put some time and energy into mapping out a strategy for email marketing. It sounds like you've already thought about this idea of like VIP, which is great. But I would say what you need to start doing is really figuring out how to treat those all-stars or who your top buyers are. And you can do this in a number of ways on the back end. So as a business, you can say, anyone who has spent more than $100 with us, you know, we want to send them an email that could literally just thank them. Like, thank you. You've reached, you know, you've spent more than $100 with my small business. And that makes a huge impact. It can be as simple as that, or it can be like very strategic. And it's, if you know that someone has spent more than a hundred dollars with you, you send them something or you say, here's a free $10, which basically is 10%, right? And it's like, here's a $10. I mean, no one gets free stuff. They always get like a discount code or this, that, and the other thing, (laughs) but decide a dollar amount. And here's the the reality. Most people probably aren't even going to use it but they're still going to remember that you gave it to them. And eventually they're going to buy from you. And this is the ironic thing about marketing and the feeling that you gave them when they got that, like, here's a $10 gift card for being a great, one of our best customers. They may not use it, but I guarantee you, they're going to order from you again. And they're going to think, oh, I really like them because remember that time they gave me the gift card? They might not even use it. It's funny, but this is how shoppers are. They might actually be like, you know what? I remember that they gave me that gift card. It was so nice of them. And when they see you in person, they're going to be like, oh my God, I want to support them. Or they're going to tell all their friends about you because it's like, this is a small business that like is grateful for my support. Yeah. I actually had a recent thing with a candle company that's down here and they sent a discount code. And I was like, I'm not going to use that discount code. I want to fully support your shop. Like people do nowadays. Yeah. I like that. But also if they use it, then great, because they're not going to buy something that's only $10. 
you're giving them $10, but they're buying more, <laughs> I guarantee you. So it's like, and also it's more about treating them because they're someone who has either spent $100 or maybe you also want it to be like, if someone has purchased three times, boom, they get that email too. But it's that idea of like doing that so that eventually all of your customers are starting to get that thank you. And maybe then you come up with a second tier one, like when someone hits this dollar amount, if someone refers a friend to us or tells someone to purchase and they actually purchase, this is what happens. So like, just start thinking about that. Yeah. That like positivity loop, essentially. Yeah. It is marketing, but it ends up in sales. Yeah. (laughs) Those are just some little, little things you can do with your stats. And once you start to look at them more closely, you'll be like, oh, wow, I remember this person because you're also shipping the orders, I'm sure, right? (laughs) So you'll start to realize like, wow, this person, this woman in like Kentucky has ordered three times. Like, wow, that's amazing. And so like, you want to thank those people and make them, you know, know that you're paying attention. Yeah. This episode of SOS is brought to you by Constant Contact, an easy-to-use digital marketing platform designed specifically for small business owners like you. With Constant Contact, you can grow your list, send emails and text messages, manage your social accounts and events, and get more done in less time with our AI and automation tools. Constant Contact makes it easy to attract the right people, engage more customers, and grow your business all under one roof. And now you can get up to 40% off the same email and digital marketing tools used by Sonia and the Unique Markets team for life. Head to constantcontact.com unique to get started and access your lifetime discount. That's constantcontact.com unique. It seems like you're great in person, which we already know. It seems like you really captivate people when you're in person, which is awesome. Now let's start converting more people to purchasing online, right? So once you have them, when you do a market, do you send an email to people that you've met that weekend, like on the Monday, the next week? I send, so anybody that we have like a newsletter sign up, I send out, I recently found and haven't gone into the back end on it is that you can also send emails via square, which I did not know. Mm-hmm. Wait, are you telling me your store is on Shopify, but you use a square device? I guess in- I have not switched over. We did not originally start on Shopify. Okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Y'all, everyone listening, this is an aha moment here that's about to happen. (laughs) You are working and paying two different providers for the same service. Yes. (laughs) I would love for you to change that immediately. You got it. I can do that. (laughs) Okay. Because it does not make sense, especially from an efficiency standpoint. And since you want to take this to the next level, like you're easily going to hit 40,000 this year. Like let's get to the six figures level, right? In order to do that, you need to find efficiencies in your business. So you should no longer be using Square. You need to just get the Shopify. I mean, you you already have the Shopify app on your phone, I'm sure. Yes. You can do sales on your phone, but also they have their own devices. They have like all these options. So I just want you to research those and amalgamate everything because then you have all the information. Like right now you're having to look at like the stats for in-person markets on Square, online sales, like it doesn't make any sense. 
Yeah, I agree. I very much agree. Great. You're going to start using Shopify so that all the sales are run through. And after every market, since you are so personable and everyone seems to just be enamored with you, which is amazing, whether they purchase or not, there are probably people who sign up for your email address, even if they don't purchase that day. Like, you have to follow up. I, I say this about markets. To me, markets are like the number one marketing vehicle out there. It's the cheapest marketing you will ever be able to get. Like the potential to talk to and create relationships with hundreds of people in just a couple days, it's unparalleled because you can't compete online. There's millions of stores online. So when you're meeting all these people in mar- at markets, the thing you need to do is collect emails or phone numbers for SMS marketing and anyone that purchases from you, they all go into a folder or a list that is called, you know, like unique markets, December, 2023. Maybe it's only 23 people. Maybe it's a hundred, maybe it's 200, whatever that number is, those people get an email from you on Monday or Tuesday saying, thank you for stopping by as a small business owner. Again, like I really appreciate that you stopped by when, you know, there were hundreds of booths. And by the way, there's still time to order for the holidays and here's a discount or here's an incentive or something. That's going to increase your buying, I think, a lot if you're doing a lot of markets, which it sounds like you are. Yeah. Perfect. So that's how you're going to stay in touch with people. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And now we're on your website. And so once you stay in touch with people and they get that communication from you and they they remember you. They're like, oh, I love meeting that woman and talking with her and you know, sharing the photos of my pets. They're going to go to your website. And what they're going to find on your website is a little different from what it looks like right now. Yeah. <laughs> Let me just say, the very, very first thing that you have on your website is a very large like beauty image, which is what I always talk about. You've got to hit them hard, like right when they get on. And you actually are using a slideshow feature. So it's promoting a couple different things. That's awesome. Then you start to scroll down. The other good thing that you've done with your homepage is that you do have a lot of content. So you get through the first beauty image and then you get to the winter holiday collection, which obviously is the newest thing and very timely. Then you get into a block that talks about comfortable bandanas. And there's a photo of who I assume is your cat, but could be someone else. (laughs) (laughs) It's a beautiful Norwegian cat. Love it. Love it. And it said, you know, there's a headline that says comfortable bandanas. Great. I will say from a word perspective, comfortable bandanas is, I know what you're trying to communicate, but then it's like, wait, are uh, are the other bandanas not comfortable or what's the difference? And so this headline should be tweaked a little bit. So it's like, you know, why we make the most comfortable bandanas or, mm. you know, it's going to be more like hard hitting. Then you've got the bestsellers collection. Then you've got what makes our toys so loved by cats. And you talk about the fact that your ingredients is fresh, local, and organic, which I think are great points. You keep scrolling and there's Kitty's favorites. Then there's a great customer review. Then there's the newsletter sign up. Then there's favorite collections. Finally, at the very bottom of the page, we see you. And I just want to throw yeah. out there. <laughs> This block, so there's a photo of you and your husband and your pets. And it says, from the beginning, we set out to make comfortable bandanas. 
See the difference when that headline and then just the headline, comfortable bandanas? Yes, very different. It conveys a different meaning. And it's a story from beginning to end. This should be up at the top of your (laughs) website because it's about you. Yeah. And it shows that, you know, and there you are. And it says, read our story. I'm telling you, this should be underneath that first block that you have that is product related. But then the next thing I personally want to see, because it's the thing that separates you from Petco, is you. Yeah. But right now you're at the very bottom. The other interesting thing is that what is also at the very bottom is this great block of three icons. And one says handmade with love. The second one says support small. And the third one says sustainable practices. Those are three very quick things visually for an interested customer. They can scan those and so quickly within two seconds, know that they most likely like connect with what you do. That should also be at the top. (laughs) And it's not that what else is on your homepage isn't great. Like you've got all the things, but you dive directly into product. I think you need to tell your story. And with these three icons also, it does it very quickly because I see the words handmade, support small and sustainable. And I'm like, I'm sorry, if you are not into supporting a small business, (laughs) helping the environment, like, you know, and feeling good about your purchase, then like you're on the wrong website. And like, also who is going to react negatively to these three icons? This is storytelling that's emotional and people purchase because of, their emotional connections to things. So then on the homepage, should I take out some of that product stuff and focus more on these like emotional connections then? No, move the emotional things up because once someone sees a great photo of you and your husband, and also by the way, like there's nothing that says, I mean, I know that this is a family portrait, but currently it says from the beginning, we set out to make comfortable bandanas. Okay, I love that because it's inspirational. And it tells me that you make comfortable bandanas. (laughs) Then it says, read our story. And so it's a call to action, right? It just feels so good. The family vibes of it. So like that has to be moved all the way up. The shopping with us icons should be moved all the way up. You don't even have to have that little subhead that says shopping with us. It's like those three icons speak for themselves. Okay. And then once people are like, wow, I really like this company. This is like... I'm really on board with what they're doing. They keep scrolling and boom, you hit them with the products. That makes sense because I think that is what we're missing is that emotional connection. I I didn't put it together as silly as that sounds. (laughs) That's okay. That's what I'm here for. And then the last thing that you have is five-star reviews. It's all the way down at the bottom of your homepage. These are real reviews that are five stars. Also that you have photos of the people's pets. I mean, come on, (laughs) is gold. That should be moved up too. Now that can be underneath some products, but the thing that the average consumer needs a small business to do is they need to see something that gains their trust. And the way that small businesses can do that is through reviews and through like very, very big press. So if like NBC mentions you, right? Or if the Portland Daily Newspaper mentions you, you put those logos on a homepage too, because what it does is reviews and press mentions help 
someone who may not know you, who who they've been recommended by a friend, or maybe they stopped by your booth, didn't interact with you at the market, but were really busy and you were really busy. And so they grabbed your card, right? And then they're going to visit your website the week later or something. The thing that reviews and press does is that it instantly tells that person, this is a reputable company that I can trust. And as stupid as it sounds, it does wonders. We're people who are hesitant. And there are some small businesses that people have had bad experiences with where they order something and they don't get the thing until like a month later and then it wasn't packaged well, so it broke. So there are people who have not had great experiences with small businesses. And so you need to help create that sense of trust. I don't have any press at this moment. It's one of my goals to get. So then when I do get that, would that then be the emotional connection? Then it would need to be higher in the page then too. Yeah, a little higher. Like, and um, the way that you have done, and Shopify does this really easily because you can just do a band of color. So the way you have like the sign up list, you can easily, uh, Shopify, I think has so many different versions of where you just do like a quote and it ends up looking like a band of color across your website and it's the font is bigger and that's what you would do. Okay, thank you. Yeah, of course. I also want to address your navigation bar because a lot of people listening did not go to school for website design or navigation, which I'm sure you didn't. Special education teacher. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm guessing 99.9% of my listeners also did not go to school for web design or UX. So here's the thing about navigation. It's super important. (laughs) There are people that will come to your website that actually don't really care about all the visuals and all the stuff, and they just want to use the navigation to get where they're going. And when you're on a phone, this looks even different. The navigation appears like a hamburger, and that's what most people click. Boom, click the navigation because I want to see where I can go. Currently, you have shop all, new arrivals, bestsellers, our catnip blend, events, and about us. So that's one, two, three, four, five, six navigation points. The about us drops down and has a bunch of pages. Newsletter sign up, events, blog, FAQ, contact us, wholesale. It's really everything about us and more. Yes. (laughs) It's a catch-all. It's a catch-all. And here's the thing that you just need a little bit of smushing. So here's the thing. You have shop all you have new arrivals and you have bestsellers. But bestsellers is also linked in Shop All already. Yeah. So when your customers click Shop All, they get a much longer in-depth navigation. And that's how it should work. You hover over Shop and you see everything. So first, I think you should just get rid of bestsellers because it's redundant. And instead of Shop All, I think it's just Shop. Like it's a redundancy to use the word all, right? Yeah. People just want to shop. So like, yes, I want to shop. Take me to the (laughs) shop. You've already got bestsellers. And then you go into specific categories, which is fantastic. Like from cat toys to last chance items. I actually, I really love that. I love that you did that. I do think new arrivals is smart or it can be the newest arrivals or shop the newest. There's something about that, but shop should be everything. Okay. So there's that. You've gotten rid of one nav point, which is great. Our catnip blend, I'm curious why you think that should be part of the the main navigation. 
I went back and forth on this, on adding it or not. And I think the reason why I added it is because one of the things that we have that's really unique about our catnip is the blend in particular that we use. And there's an educational aspect behind it on why we use valerian root, because most people don't know why you would use valerian root with an addition to catnip. And so it is like an educational point in that one. Okay. So you're saying our catnip blend, but what you're really trying to say, because like for an average person who doesn't know anything about catnip, I'm like, okay, I'm sure this is going to tell me why it's unique, but like catnip is catnip. You've got to figure out either a better way to say that, or it's not part of the navigation because that can be part of the about us. Mm. You know, people think they're going to hover over about us or maybe more about us or all about us. And for me, it's why our catnip is better. Like to me, that's actually, it's not like our catnip blend. It's why our catnip is better because now I'm like intrigued. Yeah. And it gives you like that, like want to click on it. Right. I'm like, wait, why is it better? I have no idea. Let me click. (laughs) So that's just something I'm throwing out there. I'm trying to create, the reason I'm telling you all this is I'm trying to create more space on your navigation so that you can bump up to the top newsletter sign up so that it's a main piece of your navigation. If repeat sales are important to you, if getting new customers is important to you, you want to get more and more people to sign up for your newsletter and they should be able to do that on any page on your website. And the only way to do that is to have it part of your navigation. So I would have- That makes total sense. (laughs) Yeah, popping that up there. So that's just my quick overall, like it's all about the homepage and how you navigate people around it and how they intake information. That's my website advice. I know we only have a few minutes left. So I'm going to dive right into your Instagram Everyone's like, I need help with Instagram. I have a love-hate relationship with it. (laughs) So does everyone. So does everyone. (laughs) Okay. My biggest piece of advice for you is content, 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 and how you are thinking about it. Basically, for everyone listening, their feed, which is at the Luminous Pets, is filled with photos of cute, adorable pets. (laughs) And I'm sure you could have guessed. I mean, it is cat after cat after dog after dog. The whole feed is pretty much pets and product. But interestingly, because I know more about your story, I know more about your family and it's a family-run company, which to me, I think is different from a lot of small businesses, honestly. That's a selling point. And I don't see you enough, like the two of you enough or even as individuals. The other thing I don't see is the education piece, because here is where I think you could shine. Yes, you make comfortable bandanas. Well, to the average person, everyone makes comfortable bandanas. So for you, it's about telling that story. You need to share that story and you can do it in many different ways on Instagram. You can film a quick, cute video of you just talking about it and showing the difference between a triangle and like the swoop. And that's one post. That doesn't have to be more than 15 seconds. You know what I mean? Yeah. You can do it in a series of photos that people swipe through. Like the first one would say, see why we make the most comfortable pet bandanas. Swipe. And people swipe through and there it is. If you do that and people swipe through, you've made them pause and they're like, wow, that's really smart. Purchase. Yeah. (laughs) 
you can literally have your husband film you or you can film him and you film like you drawing out what looks like, you know, like drawing the new style bandana, which is what I'm sure you did at the very, very beginning of your yes. <laughs> right? You're recreating that. So it's realizing that this one point of your company, you can do over and over and over again in different ways. Same thing with the catnip education. You can educate people on that catnip over and over and over again, but in new and different ways constantly. So that instead of coming to a page that is really right now, all just photos of pets, every like five or six posts is something that might be more graphic designed. And it's like, why our catnip is the best. In two months from now, you do another post that's like, why all other catnips like don't compare. And you're saying the same thing in different ways. The more you can figure out how to say something in many different ways, and sometimes it's almost the exact same thing with just a new design or a new font, the better. Yeah. And it goes back to like conversations that we have at the markets. It's now just taking that conversation and making it digital. Absolutely. So I love all these photos, but I want to see you bringing in yourself more and your story and your family. And then also more of like the education over and over again. So it's not just like long scrolling of other people's pets. Yeah, that makes sense. I can do that. (laughs) Thank you. I think though, honestly, I think those changes to the website and those changes to social media are going to do a lot because that's how people judge you right now. And if you can connect with people and give that same personality and same storytelling that you do in person, I think that's really going to connect all the dots. Thank you. I think it really does make sense now that we have this conversation that that's the missing key on across my digital platforms is that true need for like storytelling and having that extra personality behind it because it is hard to for me to take that and put it into a digital format. Yeah, I know. I know it's hard for all of us. And also like my guess is you if you go back on your phone, both of your phones, because I guarantee you there is prize winning content on there that you've <laughs> forgotten about. And all of the different triumphs and all of the difference, like at the very beginning, maybe when you just happen to snap a photo of like fabrics that maybe you were considering. I mean, I'm telling you now that I have you thinking about content, the way that you're going to look and analyze your photo albums now is going to be different because you're going to be able to go back to 2020 and find a bunch of photos where you're like, wow, we can use this as like a at the very beginning photo. I have one of those, I think on my about page that was like the very first bandanas that we made in like, I think it was 2019. They looked wild, but it was the first time I've ever used a sewing machine and everything. And so I think I created a little picture, but I should share that on Instagram too. You should absolutely share that because people love that stuff. People love to see the beginning. Like they want a payoff. So they want to see the beginning and an after, or they want to see you showing the fabric of a new collection and then you pull away and boom, there's the new collection of bandanas on one of your dogs. Like it's a payoff. People love a payoff. So thank you. And I am excited to do all the different changes and see where it goes. Today's top takeaways are number one, patenting your product can be worth the time and paperwork, especially when you improve on something that already exists and it's very unique as it protects your brand down the line. Number two, email marketing is a very, very powerful tool. 
It connects you with people and keeps you connected with customers with no algorithm getting in the way. If you sell at markets, make sure to follow up with everyone you talk to with an email within a few days. And you can use email marketing with your VIP customers online to make them feel special and entice them to come back for more with a perks and reward system to encourage repeat buying. Number three, reorganize your website to direct your customers to buy. Get rid of redundancy in your navigation, which confuses customers. Use hard-hitting headlines to intrigue people through language. And make sure to spotlight reviews or big press mentions to gain trust and signal that you are a reputable company. And number four, introduce variety into your Instagram posts and don't forget to share your story. Make sure to add photos of yourself as the founder and person behind the brand. Incorporate education about the brand and about what you do. And bring out content from the very beginning of your journey. People love seeing the payoff of your hard work. And everyone loves a before and after story. If SOS has helped your business, I would love to hear from you. The best thing you can do to help spread the word is give us a five, that's right, five-star rating. And remember to leave a review, which helps the algorithm bump us up in the charts. Also, remember to tell your friends. You can follow me on Instagram at Sonia Rasula. That's S-O-N-J-A-R-A-S-U-L-A. And you can follow my business at Unique Markets. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, make sure to subscribe. And if you're listening on Spotify, make sure to follow. And thanks so much for listening.